here. SB 11.12.12. Text 12. Text. Tan Abidin Bayan Sang Badia Svam Adminam Adis Tathadam Yathasam Abhamuneon He Toynadia Pravista Ivan Amarok. Word for word meanings. Tah, they, the goddess, nat, not, abidin, were aware of, may, in the, anasanga, by intimate contact, bata, bound up, dia, their consciousness, svam, their own, atmanam, body or self, adah, something remote, tatha, thus considering, item, this which is most near, yatha, just as, samadha, in yoga samadhi, munaya, great sages, and the, of the ocean, toy, in the water, nadaya, rivers, Pravista, having entered, Iva, like, Nama, names, Rup, and forms. Translation. My dear Adhava, just as great sages in yoga transmerge into self-realization, like rivers merging into the ocean, and are thus not aware of material names and forms, similarly, the goddess of Vrindavana were so completely attached to me within their minds that they could not think of their own bodies, or of this world, or of their future lives. Their entire consciousness was simply bound up in me. PURPORT The words Svam Admanam Adis Tathadam indicate that, while for ordinary persons one's personal body is the most near and dear thing, the goddess considered their own bodies to be distant and remote, just as a yogi in Samadhi trance considers ordinary things around his physical body or his physical body itself to be most remote. When Krishna played on his flute late at night, the goddess immediately forgot everything about their so-called husbands and children and went to dance with Lord Krishna in the forest. These controversial points have been clearly explained in the book Krishna, by his divine grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. The basic explanation is that Lord Krishna is the source of everything, and the goddess are the Lord's own potency. Thus there is no discrepancy or immorality in the Almighty Personality of Godhead's loving affairs with his own manifest potency, the goddess, who happen to be the most beautiful young girls in the creation of God. There is no illusion on the part of the goddess, for they are so attracted to Lord Krishna that they do not care to think of anything else. Since all existence is situated within the body of Lord Krishna, there is no loss for the goddess, when they concentrate on the Lord. It is the nature of very deep love to exclude all objects except the beloved. However, in the material world, where we try to love a limited temporary object such as our nation, family or personal body, our exclusion of other objects constitutes ignorance. But when our love is intensely concentrated on the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the origin of everything, such concentration cannot be considered ignorance or small-mindedness. The example of the sages in Samadhi is given here only to illustrate exclusive concentration on a single object. Otherwise, there is no comparison between the ecstatic love of the goddess and the dry meditation of the yogis, who merely try to understand that they are not their material bodies. Since the goddess had no material bodies to become detached from and were personally dancing with and embracing the absolute truth, one can never compare the exalted position of the goddess to that of mere yogis. It is stated that the bliss of impersonal Brahman realization cannot be compared to even an atomic fragment of the blissful ocean of love of Krishna. Intimate attachment is like a strong rope that binds the mind and heart. In material life we are bound to that which is temporary and illusory, and therefore such binding of the heart causes great pain. However, if we bind our minds and hearts to the eternal Lord Krishna, the reservoir of all pleasure and beauty, then our hearts will expand unlimitedly in the ocean of transcendental bliss. One should understand that the goddess were not in any way inclined toward impersonal meditation, in which one denies the reality of variegated creation. The goddess did not deny anything, they simply loved Krishna and could not think of anything else. They only rejected whatever impeded their concentration on Lord Krishna, cursing even their own islands, which blinked and thus removed Krishna from their sight for a split second. Srila Rupagasvami has stated that all sincere devotees of the Lord should have the courage to remove from their lives anything that impedes their progressive march back home, back to Godhead. SB 11.12.13 Text 13 Text Madkamaramanam Jaramasvarupam Vidobalah Brahma Man Paramam Prapah Sangak Word for word meanings. Met, me, Kamah, those who desired, Ramanam, a charming lover, Jaram. The lover of another's wife, Asvarupam Vidah, not knowing my actual situation, 
Abala, women, Brahma, the absolute, man, me, Parabam, supreme, Prapa, they achieved, Sangat, by association, Sadasahasrasa, by hundreds of thousands. Translation. All those hundreds of thousands of Gopis, understanding me to be their most charming lover and ardently desiring me in that way, were unaware of my actual position. Yet by intimately associating with me, the Gopis attained me, the supreme absolute truth. PURPORT The words Asvarupavina, not understanding my actual position or form, indicate that the lovely Gopis were so completely absorbed in conjugal love for Lord Krishna that they were not aware of the Lord's unlimited potencies as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Srila Visvanatha Kakravarti Thakura explains this and other meanings of the word Asvarupavina. In Sanskrit the word vid also means to acquire. Thus, Asvarupavina indicates that the Gopis, like other pure devotees of the Lord, were not interested in achieving Sarupayamukti, the liberation of acquiring a bodily form similar to the Lord's. Were the Gopis to obtain a bodily form like the Lord's, how could the Lord execute his conjugal pastimes of dancing with the Gopis and embracing them? Since the Gopis had realized their eternal spiritual forms as servitors of the Lord, the words Virupa also may indicate their own spiritual bodies, and thus Asvarupa means that the Gopis never thought, as materialists do, of their own bodily beauty. Although the Gopis are the most beautiful girls in the Lord's creation, they never thought of their own bodies but rather were always meditating on the transcendental body of Lord Krishna. Although we cannot imitate the gopis' exalted conjugal feelings, we can follow their superb example of practical Krishna consciousness. They naturally took shelter of Lord Krishna and achieved the highest perfection of life. SB 11.12.14 SB 11.12.15 SB 11.12.14-15 Texts 14-15 Text Tasmat Vamadavatsra Chayakadanam Pradakadanam Pravradam Kanivradam Kasratavayam Srutam Eva Kaman Ekam Eva Saranam Admanam Sarvadehanam Yahi Sarvatmavavina Mayasaya Hayakutobaya. Word for word meanings. Tasmat, therefore, Tvam, you, Adhava, O Adhava, Atsrachaya, giving up, Kadanam, the regulations of the Vedas, Pradakadanam, the injunctions of supplementary Vedic literatures, Pravradam, injunctions, Kas, and Nivradam, prohibitions, Kas, also, Sartavayam, that which is to be heard, Srutam, that which has been heard, Eva, indeed, Kas, also, Ma'am. To me, Ekam, alone, Eva, actually, Saranam, shelter, Admanam, the super soul within the heart, Sarvadehanam, of all conditioned souls, Yahi, you must go, Sarvaatmanavina, with exclusive devotion, Maya, by my mercy, Saya, you should be, hi, certainly, Akutahbaya, free from fear in all circumstances. Translation. Therefore, my dear Adhava, abandon the Vedic mantras as well as the procedures of supplementary Vedic literatures and their positive and negative injunctions. Disregard that which has been heard and that which is to be heard. Simply take shelter of me alone, for I am the Supreme Personality of Godhead, situated within the heart of all conditioned souls. Take shelter of me wholeheartedly, and by my grace be free from fear in all circumstances. PURPORT Sri Adhava inquired from Lord Krishna about the symptoms of saintly persons and liberated souls, and the Lord has replied in terms of different levels of spiritual advancement, distinguishing between those who are able to understand Lord Krishna to be the principal goal of life and those loving devotees who accept Lord Krishna and devotional service to him as the only goal of life. Lord Krishna also mentioned that he is captured by his loving devotees and even by those who sincerely associate with his loving devotees. Among all the devotees, the Gopis of Vrindavana were described by the Lord as having achieved such a rare state of pure devotional service that Lord Krishna personally feels constantly indebted to them. According to Srila Visvanatha Kakravarti Thakura, Lord Krishna previously kept the Gopis' love for him concealed in his heart because of its confidential nature and the Lord's own gravity. Finally, however, even Lord Krishna could not remain silent about the intense love of the Gopis, and thus in these verses the Lord reveals to Uttava how the Gopis loved him in Vrindavana and brought him fully under their control. The Lord would relax in secret places with the loving Gopis, and by conjugal spontaneous affection the greatest love was exchanged between them. 
as explained by the Lord in Bhagavad Gita, one cannot achieve the perfection of life merely by renouncing the material world or by executing ordinary, sectarian religious principles. One must actually understand the identity of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and by associating with His pure devotees one must learn to love the Lord in His personal, original form. This love may be expressed in either the conjugal, paternal, fraternal or serving raza, or relationship. The Lord has elaborately explained to Uttava the system of philosophical analysis of the material world, and now he clearly concludes that it is useless for Uttava to waste time in fruitive activities or mental speculation. Actually, Lord Krishna is hinting that Uttava should assimilate the example of the Gopis and try to advance further in Krishna consciousness by following in the footsteps of the coward damsels of Vraja. Any conditioned soul who is unsatisfied with the cruel laws of nature, which impose disease, old age and death, should understand that Lord Krishna can deliver all living beings from the problems of material existence. There is no need to entangle oneself in unauthorized, sectarian rituals, injunctions or prohibitions. One should simply surrender to Lord Krishna, following the example of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, who is Lord Krishna himself. By the authorized regulated process of Bhakti Yoga, Krishna Consciousness, one easily achieves spiritual perfection. SB 11.12.16 Text 16 Text Shri Adhava Yuvaka Samsayasran Vetovakam Tava Yajasvarasvara Nanivarta Tatmasthoyena Brahmayati Mimana Word for Word Meanings Shri Adhava Yuvaka, Shri Adhava said, Samsaya, doubt, Sranvana, of the one who is hearing, Vakam, the words, Tava, your, Yoga Isvara, of the lords of mystic power, Isvara, you who are the lord, Nanivartit, will not go away, Atma, in the heart, Sphah, situated, Yena by which, Brahmayati, is bewildered, me, my, Mana, mind. Translation. Shri Adhava said, O Lord of all masters of mystic power, I have heard your words, but the doubt in my heart does not go away, thus my mind is bewildered. PURPORT In the first verse of the tenth chapter of this canto, the Lord stated that one should take shelter of him and execute one's duties within the Varnasrama system without material desire. Adhava interpreted this statement as recommending karma misrabhakti, or devotional service mixed with a tendency toward fruitive activities. It is a fact that until one understands Lord Krishna to be everything, it is not possible to retire from ordinary, worldly duties. Rather, one is encouraged to offer the fruits of such work to the Lord. In verse 4 of the 10th chapter, the Lord recommended that one retire from worldly duties and systematically cultivate knowledge, accepting Him as the Supreme. Adhava understood this instruction to indicate Jnanamis Rabakti, or devotional service to the Lord mixed with the secondary desire to accumulate knowledge. Beginning with verse 35 of the 10th chapter, Adhava inquired about the process of material conditioning and liberation from material life. The Lord replied elaborately, stating that without devotional service the process of philosophical speculation can never be perfected. In chapter 11, verse 18, the Lord emphasized the importance of faith in the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and in verse 23 Krishna extensively widened his discussion of devotional service, emphasizing that one should be faithful and hear and chant the glories of the Lord. The Lord concluded that both the development and perfection of devotional service depend on association with the devotees. In verse 26 of the 11th chapter, Adhava inquired about the actual ways and means of devotional service and about the symptoms of devotional perfection. And in verse 48 Lord Krishna stated that, unless one takes to the process of devotional service, one's attempt for liberation will be useless. One must associate with the devotees of the Lord and follow in their footsteps. Finally, in verse 14 of this chapter the Lord categorically rejected the paths of fruitive activities and mental speculation and in verse 15 recommended that one exclusively surrender unto him with all one's heart. Having received such elaborate and technical instructions on the perfection of life, Adhava is bewildered, and his mind is afflicted with doubt about what he should actually do. Lord Krishna has described many procedures and the results of such procedures, all of which ultimately lead to the single goal of Lord Krishna himself. Adhava therefore desires that Lord Krishna state in simple terms what should be done. Arjuna makes a similar request of the Lord at the beginning of the third chapter of Bhagavad Gita. 
According to Srila Visvana Fakakravarti Fakura, Adhava is stating here, My dear friend Krishna, first you recommended that I perform worldly activities within the Varnasrama system, and then you advised that I reject such activities and take to the path of philosophical research. Now rejecting the path of Jnana, you recommend that I simply surrender unto you in Bhakti Yoga. If I accept your decision, in the future you may again go back to your original point and recommend worldly activities. By his boldness in disclosing his mind, Adhava reveals his intimate friendship with Lord Krishna. SB 11.12.17 Text 17 Text Shri Bhagavan Yuvakasahisa Jivogivara Prasudah Pranina Gasina Guham Pravistah Manomayam Saksmamapetai Rupa Matras Varavarna Idisthavisthah Word for Word Meanings Shri Bhagavan Yuvaka, the Supreme Personality of Godhead said, Sahasah, he himself, Jiva, the Supreme Lord, who gives life to all, Vibhara, within the heart, Prasudah manifest, Pranina, along with the life air, Gasina, with the subtle manifestation of sound, Guham, the heart, Pravistah, who has entered, Manahmayam, perceived by the mind, or controlling the mind even of great demigods like Lord Shiva. Saksmam, subtle, apetaya, being situated in, rupam, the form, matra, the different vocalic lengths, svara, the different intonations, varna, the different sounds of the alphabet, iti, thus, svavistha, the gross form. Translation. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, My dear Adhava, the Supreme Lord gives life to every living being and is situated within the heart along with the life air and primal sound vibration. The Lord can be perceived in his subtle form within the heart by one's mind, since the Lord controls the minds of everyone, even great demigods like Lord Shiva. The Supreme Lord also assumes a gross form as the various sounds of the Vedas, composed of short and long vowels and consonants of different intonations. PURPORT Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura comments, as follows on the dialogue between Lord Krishna and Adhava. Adhava was bewildered and doubtful, because Lord Krishna explained many different processes such as devotional service, speculative knowledge, renunciation, mystic yoga, austerities, pious duties, and so on. However, all of these processes are meant to help the living entities obtain the shelter of Lord Krishna, and ultimately no Vedic process should be understood in any other way. Thus Lord Krishna explained the entire Vedic system, placing everything in proper order. In fact, Lord Krishna was surprised that Adhava foolishly thought that he was meant to practice every process, as if each method were meant simply for him. Lord Krishna therefore wants to inform his devotee, My dear Adhava, when I told you that analytic knowledge is to be practiced, pious duties are to be performed, devotional service is obligatory, yoga procedures must be observed, austerities are to be executed, etc., I was instructing all living entities, using you as my immediate audience. That which I have spoken, am speaking now and will speak in the future should be understood as guidance for all living entities in different situations. How could you possibly think that you were meant to practice all of the different Vedic processes? I accept you, as you are now, my pure devotee. You are not supposed to execute all of these processes. Thus according to Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura, the Lord, with light-hearted and encouraging words, reveals to Adhava the deep purpose behind the variety of Vedic procedures. Lord Krishna became manifest from the mouth of Lord Brahma in the form of the Vedas. The word Vivara Prasuti in this verse also indicates that the Lord is manifest within the Adharati Kakras situated within the body of Lord Brahma. The word Gasina means subtle sound, and Guham Pravista also indicates that Lord Krishna enters within the Adharakakra. The Lord can further be perceived within other Kakras such as the Manipurika Kakra, located around the navel, and the Visadhi Kakra. The Sanskrit alphabet is composed of short and long vowels, and consonants pronounced with high and low tones, and utilizing these vibrations the different branches of Vedic literatures are manifested as a gross form of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. According to Bhagavad Gita, such literatures deal mostly with the three modes of material nature, Trigunaya Srila Sridharasvami explains that due to the control of the illusory energy, Maya, the personality of Godhead appears to the conditioned souls, as part of the material universe. 
the imagined imposition of gross and subtle material qualities on the personality of Godhead is called avidaya, or ignorance, and through such ignorance the living entity considers himself to be the doer of his own activities and becomes bound up in the network of karma. The Vedas therefore order an entangled soul to observe positive and negative injunctions to purify his existence. These procedures are called pravrati marga, or the path of regulated fruitive activities. When one has purified one's existence, one gives up this gross stage of fruitive activities, because it is detrimental to the practice of pure devotional service. By firm faith one may then worship the personality of Godhead. One who has developed perfect Krishna consciousness no longer has to perform ritualistic duties. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, Tasayakarayam Navidayate. According to Srila Jiva Gosvami, this verse may be understood in another way. The word Jiva indicates Lord Krishna, who gives life to the residents of Vrindavana, and Vivara Prasuti indicates that, although Lord Krishna eternally performs his pastimes in the spiritual world, beyond the vision of the conditioned souls, he also enters within the material universe to display these same pastimes. The words Guham Pravista indicates that after displaying such pastimes, the Lord withdraws them and enters into his unmanifest pastimes, or those pastimes not manifest to the conditioned souls. In this case, Matra indicates the transcendental senses of the Lord, Svara indicates the Lord's transcendental sound vibration and singing, and the word Varna indicates the transcendental form of the Lord. The words Thavistha, or gross manifestation, means that the Lord becomes manifest in the material world even to those devotees who are not completely advanced in Krishna consciousness and whose vision is not completely purified. Manomaya indicates that somehow or other Lord Krishna is to be kept within one's mind, and for the non-devotees Lord Krishna is Saksma, or most subtle, because he cannot be known. Thus different Akaris have glorified Lord Krishna in different ways through the transcendental sound vibration of this verse. SB 11.12.18 Text 18 Text Yuthenalah kamila bandharasma balena darani and himathayamana henah prajakto havis asamanhitathavami vayaktirayayam hivani. Word for word meanings. Yatha, just as, anilah, fire, kept in the space within wood, anila, air, bandha, whose help, asma, heat, balena, strongly, diruni, within the wood, anhimathayamana, being kindled by friction, anah, very tiny, prajita, is born, havisa, with ghee, clarified butter, samanhit, it increases, tatha, similarly, eva, indeed, the, my, viactah manifestation, I, I am, this, high, certainly, vani, the Vedic sounds. Translation when sticks of kindling wood are vigorously rubbed together, heat is produced by contact with air, and a spark of fire appears. Once the fire is kindled, ghee is added and the fire blazes. Similarly, I become manifest in the sound vibration of the Vedas. PURPORT Lord Krishna here explains the most confidential meaning of Vedic knowledge. The Vedas first regulate ordinary material work and channel the fruits into ritualistic sacrifices, which ostensibly reward the performer with future benefits. The real purpose of these sacrifices, however, is to accustom a materialistic worker to offering the fruits of his work to a superior Vedic authority. An expert fruitive worker gradually exhausts the possibilities of material enjoyment and naturally gravitates toward the superior stage of philosophical speculation on his existential situation. By increased knowledge, one becomes aware of the unlimited glories of the Supreme and gradually takes to the process of loving devotional service to the transcendental absolute truth. Lord Krishna is the goal of Vedic knowledge, as the Lord states in Bhagavad Gita, Vedas Kasarvaratam Eva Vedaya left square bracket BG 15.15 right square bracket. The Lord gradually becomes manifest in the progression of Vedic rituals, just as fire is gradually manifest by the rubbing of firewood. The words have a Samanhit, the fire increases by addition of ghee, indicate that by the progressive advancement of Vedic sacrifice, the fire of spiritual knowledge gradually blazes, illuminating everything and destroying the chain of fruitive work. Lord Krishna considered Uddhava to be the most qualified person to hear this elaborate transcendental knowledge, therefore the Lord mercifully instructs Uddhava, so that he may enlighten the sages at Vedarakasrama, thus fulfilling the purpose of the sages' lives. SB 11.12.19. Text 19. Text. 
Emum gadah karma gadir visargo grano rezo drk sparsas rudis kasang kalpam vijnanamathabhimanasyatram rajasabvatamro vikaraya. Word for word meanings. Emum, thus, gadah, speech, karma, the function of the hands, gadah, the function of the legs, visarga, the functions of the genital and anus, grana, smell, rasa, taste, drk, sight, sparsa, touch, sruta, hearing. Also, Sankalpa, the mind's function, Vijnanam, the function of intelligence and consciousness, Atha, moreover, and Himanah. The function of false ego, Satram, the function of Pranhana. Or the subtle cause of material nature, Raja, of the mode of passion, Sabva, goodness, Tamah, and of ignorance, Vikarah, the transformation. Translation. The functions of the working senses, the organ of speech, the hands, the legs, the genital and the anus, and the functions of the knowledge acquiring senses, the nose, tongue, eyes, skin and ears, along with the functions of the subtle senses of mind, intelligence, consciousness and false ego, as well as the function of the subtle pranhana and the interaction of the three modes of material nature, all these should be understood as my materially manifest form. PURPORT by the word Gadi, or speech, the Lord concludes his discussion about his manifestation, as Vedic vibrations and describes the functions of the other working senses, along with the knowledge-acquiring senses, the subtle functions of consciousness, Pranhana and the interaction of the three modes of material nature. A Krishna conscious person sees the entire material world as a manifestation of the Lord's potencies. There is therefore no legitimate scope for material sense gratification, because everything is an expansion from the Supreme Personality of Godhead and belongs to Him. One who can understand the expansion of the Lord within subtle and gross material manifestations gives up his desire to live in this world. In the spiritual world everything is eternal, full of bliss and knowledge. The exclusive feature of the material world is that here the living entity dreams that he is Lord. A sane person, giving up this hallucination, finds no attractive features in the kingdom of Maya and therefore returns home, back to Godhead. SB 11.12.20 Text 20 Text Ayam hi jivas tri the rd and jayana raviyaktiko deyasa sadaya vislista saktir bahadhiva bati bijani yanam pradipadaya yadvat Word for word meanings Ayam this, high, certainly, Jiva, the supreme living entity who gives life to others, try the RT containing the three modes of material nature, and Jath, of the universal lotus flower, Yana, the source, Avayaka, unmanifest, materially, Eka, alone, Vesa, in course of time, Sah, He, Adaya, eternal, Vislista, divided, Sakta, potencies, Bahata, in many divisions, Iva, like, Bati, he appears, Bijani, seeds, Yanam, in an agricultural field, Pradipadaya, falling, Yatvat, just like. Translation. When many seeds are placed in an agricultural field, innumerable manifestations of trees, bushes, vegetables and so on will arise from a single source, the soil. Similarly, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who gives life to all and is eternal, originally exists beyond the scope of the cosmic manifestation. In the course of time, however, the Lord, who is the resting place of the three modes of nature and the source of the universal lotus flower, in which the cosmic manifestation takes place, divides his material potencies and thus appears to be manifest in innumerable forms, although he is one. PURPORT Srila Viraragavakarai comments that one may question as to whom the cosmic manifestation, consisting of demigods, men, animals, plants, planets, space, etc., actually belongs. Lord Krishna now eradicates any doubt about the source of the cosmic manifestation. The word tri the RT indicates that the three modes of nature are not independent but are under superior control. The suffix the RT means the vardanam, or existence, of the three modes of material nature within the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Analyzing the term Adjayoni, ap indicates water, and ja indicates birth. Thus Adja means the complex material universe, which sprouts from Garbhadakasai Visnu, who lies in the Garbhadaka Ocean. Yoni, or source, indicates the personality of Godhead, and thus Adjayoni means that the Lord is the source of all cosmic manifestations, indeed, all creation takes place within the Lord. 
since the three modes of material nature are under the superior control of the Lord, material objects helplessly undergo creation and annihilation within the universal shell by the will of the Lord. The term avayakta indicates the Lord's subtle spiritual form, which exists alone before the material creation. The Lord's original form, being spiritual, does not undergo birth, transformation or death. It is eternal. In the course of time, the Lord's material potencies are divided and manifest as bodies, bodily paraphernalia, sense objects, bodily expansions, false ego and false proprietorship. Thus the Lord expands his conscious living potency called Jivasakti, which is manifest in innumerable material forms such as those of men, demigods, animals, and so on. From the example of the seeds sown in an agricultural field, we can understand that innumerable manifestations may rise from a single source. Similarly, although the Lord is one, he becomes manifest in innumerable forms through the expansion of his different potencies. SB 11.12.21 Text 21. Text. Yasminidum pratamasesimadum pato yathatantu vitana samsthahyahisa samsaratera purina karmadmaka paspathail prasut. Word for word meanings. Yasmin, in whom, item, this universe, pratam, woven crosswise, asesim, the whole, autumn, and lengthwise, pata, a cloth, yatha, just like, tantu, of the threads, vitana, in the expansion, samstha, situated, yah, that which, esa, this, samsara, of material existence, tara, the tree, purana, existing, since time immemorial, karma, toward fruitive activities, atmaka, naturally inclined, paspa, the first result, blossoming, fail, and the fruit, prasut, being produced, Translation. Just as woven cloth rests on the expansion of lengthwise and crosswise threads, similarly the entire universe is expanded on the lengthwise and crosswise potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and is situated within Him. The conditioned soul has been accepting material bodies since time immemorial, and these bodies are like great trees sustaining one's material existence. Just as a tree first blossoms and then produces fruit, similarly the tree of material existence, one's material body, produces the various results of material existence. PURPORT Before a tree produces fruit, blossoms appear. Similarly, the word paspathail, according to Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura, indicates the happiness and distress of material existence. One's material life may appear to be blossoming, but ultimately there will appear the bitter fruits of old age, death and other catastrophes. Attachment to the material body, which is always inclined toward sense gratification, is the root cause of material existence, and it is therefore called samsarateru. The tendency to exploit the external energy of the Supreme Lord has existed, since time immemorial, as expressed by the words Purana The material universe is an expansion of the illusory potency of the Supreme Lord and is always dependent on Him and non-different from Him. This simple understanding can relieve the conditioned souls from endless wandering in the unhappy kingdom of Maya. The word paspathil may also be understood as meaning sense gratification and liberation. The tree of material existence will be further explained in the following verses. SB 11.12.22 SB 11.12.23 SB 11.12.22-23 Texts 22-23 Text Tvesaya bij sadamulis trinala panka skandha panka raza prasuda desaka sakhod visuparnanitis trivokalod vifelor kem pravista hadanti kakam felamasaya grahagrain kara ekam iraniya vasa hamza ya ekam bathurupa majayar mayamayam vidasavidavetam Word for word meanings. Tvet, to, asaya, of this tree, bij, seeds, sada, hundreds, mula, of roots, tri, three, nala, lower trunks, panka, five, skandha, upper trunks, panka, five, raza, saps, prasuda, producing, dasa, ten, ika, plus one, sakha, branches, tvi, two, suparna, of birds, nida, a nest, tri, three, vakala, types of bark, tvi, two, Fela, fruits, Arkham, the sun, Pravista, extending into, Adanti, they eat or enjoy, Kath, also, Ekam, one, Felam, fruit, Asaya, of this tree, Grahra, those who are lusty for material enjoyment, Grame, in householder life, Kara, living, Ekam, another, Iraniya, in the forest, Vasa, 
those who live, Hamzah, swan-like men, saintly persons, Yah, one who, Ekam, one only, the super-soul, Bahurupam, appearing in many forms, Ijah, by the help of those who are worshipable, the spiritual masters, Mayamayam, produced by the potency of the Supreme Lord, Vida, knows, Sah, such a person, Vida, knows. Venom, the actual meaning of the Vedic literature. Translation. This tree of material existence has two seeds, hundreds of roots, three lower trunks and five upper trunks. It produces five flavors and has eleven branches and a nest made by two birds. The tree is covered by three types of bark, gives two fruits and extends up to the Sunday. Those lusty after material enjoyment and dedicated to family life enjoy one of the tree's fruits, and swan-like men in the renounced order of life enjoy the other fruit. One who with the help of the bona fide spiritual masters can understand this tree to be a manifestation of the potency of the one supreme truth appearing in many forms actually knows the meaning of the Vedic literature. PURPORT The two seeds of this tree are sinful and pious activities, and the hundreds of roots are the living entities' innumerable material desires, which chain them to material existence. The three lower trunks represent the three modes of material nature, and the five upper trunks represent the five gross material elements. The tree produces five flavors, sound, form, touch, taste and aroma, and has eleven branches, the five working senses, the five knowledge-acquiring senses and the mind. Two birds, namely the individual soul and the super-soul, have made their nest in this tree, and the three types of bark are air, bile and mucus, the constituent elements of the body. The two fruits of this tree are happiness and distress. Those who are busy trying to enjoy the company of beautiful women, money and other luxurious aspects of illusion enjoy the fruit of unhappiness. One should remember that even in the heavenly planets there is anxiety and death. Those who have renounced material goals and taken to the path of spiritual enlightenment enjoy the fruit of happiness. One who takes the assistance of bona fide spiritual masters can understand that this elaborate tree is simply the manifestation of the external potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is ultimately one without a second. If one can see the Supreme Lord as the ultimate cause of everything, then his knowledge is perfect. Otherwise, if one is entangled in Vedic rituals or Vedic speculation without knowledge of the Supreme Lord, he has not achieved the perfection of life. SB 11.12.24 Text 24 Text Evam Girokasana Ekabaktaya Vidyakatharena Satina Dirah Vivrasaya Javasayam Apramanasampadaya Kadmanam Athataya Jastram Word for Word Meanings Evam, thus, with the knowledge I have given you, Guru, of the spiritual master, Apasanaya, developed by worship, Ika, unalloyed, Bhaktaya, by loving devotional service, Vidaya, of knowledge, Katharina. By the X, Satina, sharp, Dira, one who is steady by knowledge, Vivrasaya, cutting down, Jiva, of the living entity, Asayam, the subtle body, filled with designations created by the three modes of material nature, Apramana, being very careful in spiritual life, Sampadaya, achieving, Ka, and, Atmanam, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Atha, then, Tyaja, you should give, up, Astram, the means by which you achieved perfection. Translation. With steady intelligence you should develop an alloyed devotional service by careful worship of the spiritual master, and with the sharpened axe of transcendental knowledge you should cut off the subtle material covering of the soul. Upon realizing the Supreme Personality of Godhead, you should then give up that axe of analytic knowledge. PURPORT Because until the head achieved the perfection of personal association with Lord Krishna, there was no need for him to maintain the mentality of a conditioned soul, and thus, as described here by the words Sampadaya Kadmanam, Adhava could personally serve the lotus feet of the Lord in the spiritual world. Indeed, Adhava requested this opportunity at the beginning of this great conversation. As stated here, Yerokasanayakabaktaya, one can achieve pure devotional service by worshipping a bona fide spiritual master. It is not recommended here that one give up pure devotional service or one's spiritual master. Rather, it is clearly stated by the words Vidyakatharena that one should cultivate knowledge of the material world, as described by Lord Krishna in this chapter. One should fully understand that each and every aspect of the material creation is the expansion of the illusory potency of the Lord. Such knowledge works as a sharpened axe to cut down the roots of material existence. 
In this way, even the stubborn subtle body, created by the three modes of nature, is cut to pieces, and one becomes apramana, or sane and cautious in Krishna consciousness. Lord Krishna has clearly explained in this chapter that the coward damsels of Vrindavana were not interested in an analytical approach to life. They simply loved Lord Krishna and could not think of anything else. Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu talked that all his devotees should follow in the footsteps of the coward damsels of Raja in order to develop the highest intensity of selfless love of Godhead. Lord Krishna has elaborately analyzed the nature of the material world so that the conditioned souls, who are trying to enjoy it, can cut down the tree of material existence with this knowledge. The words Sampadaya Kadmanam indicate that a person with such knowledge has no further material existence, because he has already achieved the personality of Godhead. Such a person should not loiter in the kingdom of Maya, perpetually refining his understanding of the illusory creation. One who has accepted Lord Krishna, as everything may enjoy eternal bliss in the Lord's service. Yet, even though he remains in this world, he has no more business with it and gives up the analytical procedures for negating it. Lord Krishna therefore tells Antava, Tyajastram, give up the acts of analytic knowledge by which you have cut down your sense of proprietorship and residence in the material world. Thus end the purports of the humble servants of his divine grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada to the 11th Canto, 12th Chapter, of the Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Beyond Renunciation and Knowledge. SB 11.13, the Hamsa Avedra answers the questions of the sons of Brahma. 13. The Hamsa Avedra answers the questions of the sons of Brahma. SB 11.13 Summary. In this chapter, Lord Sri Krishna explains to Uddhava how human beings, overwhelmed by sense gratification, become bound by the three modes of nature, and how to renounce these modes. The Lord then describes how he appeared in his form of Hamza before Brahma and the four sages headed by Sanaka and revealed to them various confidential truths. The three modes goodness, passion and ignorance are related to material intelligence, not to the soul. One should conquer the lower modes of passion and ignorance by the mode of goodness, and then one must surpass the mode of goodness by acting in the transcendental mode of pure goodness. By associating with things in the mode of goodness, one becomes more fully situated in that mode. The three modes increase their different influences through various types of scripture, water, place, time, beneficiaries of activity, natures of activity, birth, meditation, mantras, purificatory rituals, and so on. Lacking discrimination, one identifies with the material body, and consequently the mode of passion, which produces misery, takes over the mind, which is normally in the mode of goodness. As the mind evolves its function of decision and doubt, it creates intolerable hankerings for sense gratification. Unfortunate persons who are bewildered by the urges of the mode of passion become the slaves of their senses. Even though they know that the eventual result of their work will be suffering, they cannot avoid engaging in such fruitive work. A discriminating person, on the other hand, keeps himself detached from the objects of the senses and, by utilizing appropriate renunciation, takes shelter of an alloyed devotional service. Lord Brahma himself has no material cause. He is the cause of the creation of all living beings and is the greatest among all the demigods. Yet even Brahma is always suffering agitation of the mind on account of the duties he has to perform, therefore, when he was questioned by his sons headed by Sanaka, who were born from his mind, about the means for driving away desires for sense gratification, he was incapable of giving them an answer. In order to receive some insight into this matter, he took shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whereupon the Supreme Lord appeared before him in the form of the Swan Incarnation, Lord Hamza. Lord Hamza proceeded to give instructions about the categorical identity of the self, the different states of consciousness, wakeful awareness, sleep and deep sleep, and the means for conquering over material existence. The sages headed by Sanaka became freed from all their doubts by hearing the words of the Lord and worshipped him with pure devotion in mature love of God. SB 11.13.1 Text 1 Text Shri Bhagavan Yuvaka Sabvam Rajas Tamaiti Guna Badharnak Admanah Sabvinanai Adamahanayat Sabvam Sabvina Kedahai. Shri Bhagavan Yuvaka Sabvam Rajas Tamaiti Guna Badharnak Admanah Sabvinanai Adamahanayat Sabvam Sabvina Kedahai. Word for word meanings. 
Sri Bhagavan Yuvaka, the Supreme Personality of Godhead said, Sabvam, goodness, Raja, passion, Tamah, ignorance, Iti, thus known, Guna. The modes of material nature, Budha, pertain to material intelligence, Nat, not, Ka, also, Atmana, to the soul, Sadvina, by the material mode of goodness, Anyatama, the other two, passion and ignorance, Hanayat, may be destroyed, Sadvam, the material mode of goodness, Sadvina, by purified goodness, Ka, also, may be destroyed, Eva, certainly, Hi. Indeed. Translation. The Supreme Personality of God had said, the three modes of material nature, namely goodness, passion and ignorance, pertain to material intelligence and not to the spirit soul. By development of material goodness one can conquer the modes of passion and ignorance, and by cultivation of transcendental goodness one may free oneself even from material goodness. PURPORT Goodness in the material world never exists in a pure form. Therefore, it is common knowledge that on the material platform no one is working without personal motivation. In the material world goodness is always mixed with some amount of passion and ignorance, whereas spiritual, or purified, goodness, Visuddhasattva represents the liberated platform of perfection. Materially, one is proud to be an honest, compassionate man, but unless one is fully Krishna conscious one will speak truths that are not ultimately significant, and one will give mercy that is ultimately useless. Because the onward march of material time removes all situations and persons from the material stage, our so-called mercy and truth apply to situations that shortly will not exist. Real truth is eternal, and real mercy means to situate people in eternal truth. Still, for an ordinary person, cultivation of material goodness may be a preliminary stage on the road to Krishna consciousness. For example, it is stated in the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam that one who is addicted to meat-eating cannot understand the pastimes of Lord Krishna. By cultivation of the material mode of goodness, however, one may become a vegetarian and perhaps come to appreciate the sublime process of Krishna consciousness. Since it is clearly stated in Bhagavad Gita that the material modes of nature constantly rotate, one must take advantage of an elevated position in material goodness to step onto the transcendental platform. Otherwise, as the wheel of time turns one will again go into the darkness of material ignorance. SB 11.13.2 Text 2 Text Sabvadharma bhavdhvrahat kamso mad bhakti laksanah sabvikapasaya sabvam tato dharma pravardit Word-for-word meanings. Sabvat, from the mode of goodness, dharma, religious principles, bhavat, arise, vrahat, which are strengthened, comes ah, of a person, madbhakti, by devotional service to me, laksana, characterized, sabvika, of things in the mode of goodness, apasaya, by serious cultivation, sabvam, the mode of goodness, tada, from that mode, dharma, religious principles. Pravartit, arise. Translation. When the living entity becomes strongly situated in the mode of goodness, then religious principles, characterized by devotional service to me, become prominent. One can strengthen the mode of goodness by cultivation of those things that are already situated in goodness, and thus religious principles arise. PURPORT Since the three modes of material nature are constantly in conflict, vying for supremacy, how is it possible that the mode of goodness can subdue the modes of passion and ignorance? Lord Krishna here explains how one can be strongly fixed in the mode of goodness, which automatically gives rise to religious principles. In the 14th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna elaborately explains the things that are in goodness, passion and ignorance. Thus, by choosing food, attitudes, work, recreation, etc., strictly in the mode of goodness, one will become situated in that mode. The usefulness of Sabvaguna, or the mode of goodness, is that it produces religious principles aimed at and characterized by devotional service to Lord Krishna. Without such devotional service to the Lord, the mode of goodness is considered useless and merely another aspect of material illusion. The word vrahat, or strengthened, increased, indicates clearly that one should come to the platform of Visuddhasattva, or purified goodness. The word vrahat indicates growth, and growth should not be stopped until full maturity is reached. The full maturity of goodness is called Visuddhasattva, or the transcendental platform on which there is no trace of any other quality. 
in pure goodness all knowledge automatically manifests, and one can easily understand one's eternal loving relationship with Lord Krishna. That is the actual meaning and purpose of Dharma, or religious principles. Srila Madhavakariya points out in this regard that an increase in the mode of goodness strengthens religious principles and the invigorated execution of religious principles strengthens the mode of goodness. In that way, one can advance higher and higher in the mode of spiritual happiness. SB 11.13.3 Text 3 Text Dharma Rajas Tamohanayat Sabhavrahiranadamahasu Nasayati Tanmulohayad Harma Abhayat Word for Word Meanings Dharma, religious principles based on devotional service, Raja, the mode of passion, Tama, the mode of ignorance, Hanayat, destroy, Sabva, of goodness, Vrahya, by the increase, Anatama, the greatest, Asu, quickly, Nasayati, is destroyed, Tat, of passion and ignorance, Mula, the root, High, certainly, Adharma, irreligion, Abhayat, when both are destroyed. Translation Religious principles, strengthened by the mode of goodness, destroy the influence of passion and ignorance. When passion and ignorance are overcome, their original cause, irreligion, is quickly vanquished. SB 11.13.4 Text 4 Text Agamo papraja dasa kala karma kajanma kadayana mantra fasam skaro dasa guna Word for word meanings. Agama, religious scriptures, apa, water. Praja, association with people in general or one's children, Dasa, place, Kala, time, karma. Activities, Ka, also, Janma, birth, Ka, also, Dhyanam, meditation, mantra, chanting of mantras, Atha, and, Samskara, rituals for purification, Dasa, ten, eat, these, Guna, of the modes of nature, Hanava, causes. Translation. According to the quality of religious scriptures, water, one's association with one's children or with people in general, the particular place, the time, activities, birth, meditation, chanting of mantras, and purificatory rituals, the modes of nature become differently prominent. PURPORT The ten items mentioned above possess superior and inferior qualities and are thus identified as being in goodness, passion or ignorance. One can increase the mode of goodness by selecting religious scriptures in goodness, pure water, friendship with other persons in goodness, and so on. One should scrupulously avoid any of these ten items that may be polluted by an inferior mode of nature. SB 11.13.5 Text 5 Text Tat tat sabvikam evasam yad yadvrahat prakaksatm indanti tamasam tat tat rajasam tat apexatam Word for word meanings Tat tat, those things, sabvikam, in the mode of goodness, eva, indeed, esam, among the ten items, yat yat, whatever, vrahat, the sages of the past, such as Vyasadeva, who are expert in Vedic knowledge, prakaksat, they praise, nindanti, they scorn, tamasam, in the mode of ignorance, tat tat, those things, rajasam, in the mode of passion, tat, by the sages, apexatam. Left alone, neither praised nor criticized. Translation. Among the ten items I have just mentioned, the great sages who understand Vedic knowledge have praised and recommended those that are in the mode of goodness criticized and rejected those in the mode of ignorance, and shown indifference to those in the mode of passion. SB 11.13.6 Text 6 Text Sadvikani eva savita puman sadvavivrahe Word for word meanings Sadvikani, things in the mode of goodness, Eva, indeed, Savita, he should cultivate, Puman, a person, Sadva, the mode of goodness, Vivrahe, in order to increase, Tada, from that, increase in goodness, Dharma, one is fixed in religious principles, Tada, from that, religion, Jnanam, knowledge is manifest, Yavit, until, Smriti. Self-realization, remembering one's eternal identity, apahanam, driving away, the illusory identification with the material body and mind. Translation. Until one revives one's direct knowledge of the spirit soul and drives away the illusory identification with the material body and mind caused by the three modes of nature, one must cultivate those things in the mode of goodness. By increasing the mode of goodness, one automatically can understand and practice religious principles, and by such practice transcendental knowledge is awakened. PURPORT One who desires to cultivate the mode of goodness must consider the following points. 
one should study religious scriptures that teach detachment from mental speculation and material sense gratification, not scriptures that provide rituals and mantras to increase material ignorance. Such materialistic scriptures do not give attention to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and thus are basically atheistic. One should accept pure water for quenching thirst and cleaning the body. There is no need for a devotee to use colognes, perfume, whiskey, beer, etc., which are all polluted manifestations of water. One should associate with persons who are cultivating detachment from the material world and not with those who are materially attached or sinful in their behavior. One should live in a solitary place where devotional service is practiced and discussed among Vaisnavas. One should not be spontaneously attracted to busy highways, shopping centers, sports stadiums, and so on. Concerning time, one should rise by 4 o'clock in the morning and utilize the auspicious Brahma Muhurta to advance in Krishna consciousness. Similarly, one should avoid the sinful influence of hours such as midnight when ghosts and demons are encouraged to become active. Concerning work, one should execute one's prescribed duties, follow the regulative principles of spiritual life and utilize all of one's energy for pious purposes. Time should not be wasted in frivolous or materialistic activities, of which there are now literally millions in modern society. One can cultivate birth in the mode of goodness by accepting the second birth of initiation from a bona fide spiritual master and learning to chant the Hare Krishna Mantra. One should not accept initiation or so-called spiritual birth in unauthorized mystical or religious cults in the modes of passion and ignorance. One should meditate upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead as the enjoyer of all sacrifices, and similarly, one should meditate on the lives of great devotees and saintly persons. One should not meditate on lusty women and envious men. Concerning mantras, one should follow the example of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra and not other songs, verses, poetry or mantras that glorify the kingdom of illusion. Purificatory rituals should be performed to purify the spirit soul and not to bring down material blessings on one's material household. One who increases the mode of goodness will certainly become fixed in religious principles, and automatically knowledge will arise. As knowledge increases one is able to understand the eternal spirit soul and the supreme soul, Lord Krishna. Thus the soul becomes free from the artificial imposition of the gross and subtle material bodies caused by the modes of material nature. Spiritual knowledge burns to ashes the material designations that cover the living entity, and one's real, eternal life begins. SB 11.13.7 Text 7 Text Venusang Harsa Jodvan Erdag Kavasamayati Tadvanam Evam Gunavayataya Jodhah Samayati Tadkriya. Word for word meanings. Venu, a bamboo, sang Harsa Jah, generated by the friction, Vanah, fire, Dag Kava, having burned, Samayati, is pacified, Tat, a bamboo, Vanam, the forest, Evam, thus, Guna, of the modes of nature, Vyataya Jah, generated by interaction, Dehah, the material body, Samayati is pacified, Tat, as the fire, Kriya, performing the same action. Translation In a bamboo forest the wind sometimes rubs the bamboo stalks together, and such friction generates a blazing fire that consumes the very source of its birth, the bamboo forest. Thus, the fire is automatically calmed by its own action. Similarly, by the competition and interaction of the material modes of nature, the subtle and gross material bodies are generated. If one uses his mind and body to cultivate knowledge, then such enlightenment destroys the influence of the modes of nature that generated one's body. Thus, like the fire, the body and mind are pacified by their own actions in destroying the source of their birth. PURPORT The word Gunavayataya is significant in this verse. Vayataya indicates change or inversion in the normal order of things. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sirasvati Thakura has described the concept of Vyataya by giving the Sanskrit synonym Vaisamaya, which indicates inequality or disproportionate diversity. Thus, it is understood by the term Guna Vyataya that the body is generated by the unstable relationships of the three modes of material nature, which exist everywhere in constantly changing proportions. There is constant strife among the modes of nature. A good person is sometimes torn by passion, and a passionate person sometimes wants to give up everything and rest. 
an ignorant person may sometimes become disgusted with his depraved life, and a passionate person may sometimes indulge in bad habits in the mode of ignorance. Due to the interactive conflict of the modes of nature, one wanders throughout material nature creating one body after another by one's own work, karma. As it is said, variety is the mother of enjoyment, and the variety of material modes gives hope to the conditioned souls that by changing their material situation their unhappiness and frustration can be turned into happiness and satisfaction. But even if one acquires relative material happiness, that will soon be disturbed by the inevitable flux of the material modes. SB 11.13.8 Text 8 Text Shri Adhava Yuvaka Vedanti Martaya Prayena Visayan Padam Apadam Tathapi Bunjit Krishna Tat Katham Svakarajavet. Word for word meanings. Shri Adhava Yuvaka, Shri Adhava said, Vedanti, they know, Martaya, human beings, Prayena, generally, Visayan, sense gratification, Padam.